Rainbow Six Siege was a 5 vs 5 competitive tactical shooter based off of the Tom Clancy book series. It simulates a number of law enforcement situations, from extracting a hostage from a building to disabling a biochemical weapon. Siege contains high stakes, high tension gameplay. There are two teams, an attack and a defense, both sides with numerous characters that have special abilities that impact the game in their own unique ways. One of the main features of the game is its dynamic environments. In every map of the game, many of the walls and ceilings are destructive, meaning that they can be shot open, reinforced, or blown up by gadgets that characters have. This adds many layers to gameplay, allowing players to infinitely come up with strategies and new ways to play. With every season of the game, new content gives players new ways to play. This could be by adding new characters with unique abilities or a new map for players to learn how to play. With that being said, Operation Shadow Legacy has finally gone live on the main build of the game, bringing forth one of the largest content updates in Siege history. From minor bug fixes and UI improvements to a reworked map and a new operator, there are many things to cover in this new update. Welcome back to the No Camping Podcast. My name is David. My name is Sean. And today we will be looking at Rainbow Six Siege's newest season, Operation Shadow Legacy. So, probably the biggest addition to the game this season is the new operator, Zero. Uh, he does come from uh, Splinter Cell, a fan favorite, our very own Sam Fisher. Uh, and uh, this is also the first season where we see only one new operator being added. As the devs did say in their year 5 panel at the 6 Invitational this year that they would be mostly focusing on game content updates and uh, bug fixes and changes and improvements instead of releasing new content this season. But in the end, we still saw a lot of content being released this season. Yeah, and Zero's gadget, which is a shootable camera, where basically he has a gadget and he can shoot it at any wall. And once he shoots it at a wall, a camera will appear on the other side of the wall, allowing the attackers to gain intel on the defense on where they are. Yeah, his Argus camera, you know, it's going to be sort of like a Valkyrie cam on attack. So a lot of uh, what a lot of pro players and a lot of high level players have been doing is that uh, they've been using them to, you know, put them up as to walk cameras to watch flank and stuff like that. And uh, it's definitely uh, a good alternative to, you know, setting up a flank drone or something like that, because, you know, drones are uh, probably the most useful gadget you have on attack. So you don't you don't necessarily want to be wasting those drones you know putting them on flanks having them to watch like having them there so that your dead teammates can watch your like your uh people that are coming to try and sneak up behind you for sure the, the gadget is going to be uh fairly effective but at the same time a lot of the times when they add new operators they're really strong for example lion when he first got added with his wall hacks and malusi with her banshees being pretty overpowered i think for zero i think it's actually been pretty good with his um with his gadget because it already seems like they've already nerfed it like on release where when he shoots it it makes like a really loud noise um which the defense can hear which is kind of something that i feel like would be a nerf after you know the the gadget's been deemed overpowered and um he also comes with some pretty good primary weapons he gets the sc 3000k which has good damage and low recoil, and he also gets the MP7, which is also a pretty decent weapon. And also, he comes with some destructive power too, besides just his camera, so he can pretty much do it all. He can flank watch, get intel, he can frag out, he gets frag grenades, which he can use to destroy utility, for example, deployable shields, which are pretty good on defense, and he also gets a claymore, which also adds to his flank watch. Yeah, for sure. S the the SD3000K uh, is one of the higher dps guns in the game especially with this very high fire rate 
and uh, it's very good damage. So we will probably be seeing that gun used a lot in the meta if Zero does enter the meta here. Um, with it, with this gadget, yes, I do feel like it's probably one of the more balanced gadgets on release, especially because uh, Ubisoft. I would assume they tried to be a little bit more careful with this gadget because. Uh, obviously, with the release of Malusi's Banshees uh, last season, you know, there's a bit of uh, some uh, oppressive gameplay going on there. So they don't want the Argus cameras to be too oppressive on launch. So, you know, they kind of toned it down a bit and they added some counterplay against it, especially because it, it, it's very easy to shoot it. If you do spot an Argus camera, you can shoot it and it can be destroyed with a, a single shot from any gun. So... You know that's definitely some counterplay and also obviously the sound when it deploys uh but yeah i think that uh the argus launcher it's good but at the same time it's balanced and i think the second biggest change in the entire update is the rework to the map chalet which is one of the original maps when the game first launched in 2015. yep the chalet rework uh, has been long awaited a lot of people were actually wanting this rework uh, much earlier especially because the house rework in the end it was not received very greatly by by the fans but challenge rework it's something we've been waiting for and uh honestly it didn't change very much about chalet but it's noticeable and you can tell that chalet is a much ba more balanced map now yeah personally i haven't played the chalet rework yet but I have had very negative experiences on Chalet before. It's a map that is very annoying at times where, especially on attack, sometimes you get caught in choke points and you have to attack those specific choke points to win the round. And also one of the big changes is you can finally go on the roof on Chalet, which is very useful for attackers because it opens up new areas where you can uh, find new angles onto certain areas on the map and also new angles mean less areas where defenders can you know hide in corners and stuff so yeah it, it just gives the attackers a lot more freedom now and um the the map is definitely a lot more balanced than it was before and uh there's two more changes that are maybe not the most like important or flashy but they're things that are going to change the way the game is played in the two things that are the sites that you can put on your different weapons and the ping system yep with shadow legacy we saw the addition of two new sites and also actually three new sites and uh the reworks of some of the sites before so we have the new 1.5 times site and we also have the new two times site which is available on most guns now and we also have the new three times site which is only available on dmrs or designated marksman rifles which are basically the semi-automatic weapons that you know uh are used for long range yeah and i think that the major change here is getting rid of the the two options where you have the hollow and reflex and red dot sites which don't have much zoom and then the offering of the acog site to attackers and a couple of defenders which give you a large range of zoom and now with a different variety the devs have decided to take away the acog and that long range capability for many operators just to preface the acog sites and the longer range sites are very useful because you can hold very long angles at a high accuracy as opposed to the to the smaller sites which are more up close and it's harder to hit shots from a lot farther which is why that acogs are better but to decide to get rid of all of these sites it gives more roles to the different operators who do have the longer range sites which gives more set roles in the game yeah and also it, it just in, in general allows for more variety in the game so it 
you know, like before everyone was just running the ACOG and whichever gun they could because, you know, the ACOG gave you the competitive advantage and it was technically speaking the better sight, which is why the ACOG was used wherever it was could in, uh, in pro league settings, stuff like that. But the thing is now with the, the removal of the ACOG from many of the guns and instead uh, the addition of the two times sight or the 1.5 times sight, you know, it kind of sort of limits some of the, the defenders that had, you know, that ACOG before. For example, Echo, who used to have the ACOG on his MP5 SD. Uh, now he does not have that ACOG, so he cannot take those longer range engagements anymore. And he can he has to instead, you know, play a little bit closer, uh, which I assume is what the devs kind of wanted for him in the beginning. Yeah, and I think looking further down the road, the new sites and the different offerings gives a lot of room for the devs to be able to adjust and, you know, nerf or buff their operators based on how they think they should be played and how they are being used in game. Yeah, for sure. Personally, this is one of my favorite changes is the new ping system. It's kind of a quality of life change to the game, but I feel like it could have major gameplay implications in the future um, based on how it works. So basically now when you're on a drone or on a camera, you can now do a normal ping, which is you can ping anything, anywhere you want. Basically what the ping is, is you can mark things in the game so that it shows up on all your teammates' screens so they know where everything is that you're pinging. And in combinations with callouts and communication, this can be really strong, whereas you couldn't do that before on cameras. Yeah, and also with the ping 2.0 system, now you can actually ping gadgets. So now you can see the exact gadget that you are pinging and it will show on the screen what gadget that is so that 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 definitely helps i feel like this change was more geared towards uh you know solo queue this is more geared towards the lower ranks where people are trying to like start learning the game in the beginning uh because it does make it a lot easier for newer players to you know start to distinguish gadgets and stuff like that if uh they do see it on the pings and stuff like that and it also makes it a little bit easier for um for people to you know uh, who are solo queuing to like convey messages to their teammates without having to you know use their microphone if they don't have one or you know having to like type it in team chat or something like that it definitely helps to those people but what i do think is that when you get to the higher level where people are starting to you know five stack all the time or even at the pro play level i feel like this new ping system could be a little bit too powerful just because the fact that you can ping gadgets and know exactly where they are and it tells you which gadget it is too it kind of negates iq because that's kind of what iq did before except now you can do it on anybody you can use their drone to do that definitely that's um a very very strong change ping 2.0 that will affect the meta in i think a way that the devs did not quite see before but um yeah that's uh that's for sure a change that is there yeah, I agree. There could be some aspects of it that are a little bit too strong on both sides. And obviously, it's no good for IQ that you can now ping gadgets and do whatever. But I also think that uh, with, the, with the problem of the game kind of having a utility meta where it's all about clearing utility, I feel like this could speed up the game a little bit more and make it more dependent on not just spamming utility and getting rid of it. Yeah, for sure. And uh, speaking of utility dump, one of the biggest nerfs to the attackers actually is this new Thatcher rework. Because Thatcher used to be, you know, this go-to attacker that would basically negate a lot of defender utility. But now he's been changed so that, you know, he doesn't quite destroy the gadgets anymore and instead he just disables them. Yeah, I think they really did this because Thatcher is kind of 
a go-to operator and you kind of have to have him on your team and he's the best option for the role he plays which is getting rid of electrical utility and i think this opens up more room for other operators to be played for example cali or twitch or even the new operator zero yeah for sure because thatcher was you know he was obviously the best at what he did before and he had one of the largest ban rates in pro league and in ranked just simply because of how strong his gadget was now with this rework you know it allows a little bit more counterplay for the for the defenders too with this thatcher nerf we will see probably cali played a lot more because cali still does destroy the defender gadgets with her lv lance which works in a similar way to thatcher's gadget but you know not exactly the same so we will see a lot more cali played uh which means that you'll see that sniper a lot more in uh in pro play yeah, I agree. I think that Kali is going to be played a lot more, and it'll be really interesting to see how that sniper works in a game like Siege, where most encounters are very close quarters and around corners because the game is basically just in a building and going through a bunch of rooms. I think there's going to be a very high skill gap for Kali, and that being able to effectively use that sniper is going to be very difficult, and the best of the best are going to be able to do it. In conclusion, I think this was a really good update with lots of quality of life changes as well as some new content. We'll see later how it affects professional and competitive play, but I think that a lot of the players who play this new patch are going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. You know, we couldn't cover everything in this episode. There are some small bug fixes and other changes uh, that, you know, you guys can go research on your own if you are interested. But overall, thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys liked what you heard, make sure you check out our socials. They'll be linked in the description. Once again, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been Sean Luli And David Sue. Signing off from Scott Center. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace. Splendid. Anything else I can do for you, Sam? Yeah. Call me Zero.